everyone, and welcome back, or thank you for joining us if it's your first time. This is the MindWealth Podcast, and my name is Chelsea. Get ready to sit back, relax, and unwind while we chat about life for the next little bit. I look forward to hearing your stories and sharing some of mine and talking through some of the problems that we've all been experiencing. I feel like talking a bit about my journey is where we'll start, and where do we go from here? We can figure it out along the way. But in the meantime, let's chat. Self-advocation. What is it? How can it help you? How do you learn it? That's what we're going to be discussing in today's episode. First things first, self-advocacy is the ability to know your needs and worth and communicate those aspects effectively. This also includes the ability to know your weaknesses and strengths and use them accordingly. Self-advocacy gives a person independence through understanding their abilities and where they might need assistance, but also in knowing the best places to go for that assistance when they're struggling in different areas of life. So, how do you work towards being a person who can do these things for yourself? Well, here are a few questions to start asking yourself, figure out the answers, and we'll start working towards the next steps. When it comes to self-advocating, you need to understand your values, needs, and yourself. Questions you should ask are things like, what are my values? What matters most to me and why? What are my strengths and what are the areas that I need to grow in? Take some time to really sit with these questions and consider the entirety of the answers. Once you have figured out your baseline, non-negotiables, you can start creating a plan of action to work towards improving those areas that are potentially lacking and building a stable platform for your problem-solving skills. At the ground level, you need strong communication skills in order to be a good self-advocator. Naturally, things that would improve your ability to communicate are a good place to start to increase that. Watching a YouTube video on the topic of becoming a better listener. Reading an online article on how to use your body language to your advantage. Watching a TED Talk on speaking up for yourself. These are all things that could help you perform more favorably in the communication arena, and they don't even cost you a dime. There are so many other ways to intake information that could assist you in communicating the sky is the limit. Just pick a form of learning that works for you, like following your favorite public personality, and you can start learning tips and tricks from them on how to do what they do best. But most importantly, actually speaking to people and practicing your ability to communicate is the best way to increase your abilities. Having open and honest conversations, asking questions about if they understand what you're trying to say, or how you could better get the point across that you're trying to make. These are all ways to work on communication. Once you have the groundwork laid, then you can move on to the flourishment. Generally, there is a specific situation in mind when you want to self-advocate. But if you're just trying to plan ahead, self-advocating is basically writing a resume of your strengths and how you use them. If we were talking about this in a job search kind of situation, your resume is the groundwork that you do, your first interview is the sales pitch about how you would be a good fit, and generally the questions your employer asks are the weaknesses and how you would use them to your advantage or overcome them. In a normal day, the sales pitch about why you would be a good fit is when you're trying to communicate your dreams or needs in different situations. Say, you're trying to get past someone blocking up the aisle in a grocery store. Using your words to either say, excuse me, or could I sneak past, these are both ways of communicating what you need to get by. So, going back to the job searching sort of uh, idea. When addressing areas that you might fall short to a potential employer, you always want to overprepare. And to answer the always looming question of what is your greatest weakness. But there are a few things that you should know. First off, your weakness is not a personality trait. Your weakness can always be improved and honed, so you don't want to attach that negativity to a core part of yourself because then it becomes very difficult to change. Secondly, your weakness is not a strength in disguise. 
You do not need to pretend like being a hard worker is a weakness. The truth is, it's not a weakness at all. You're just trying to find an easy option instead of answering the real question. What are you bad at? So, when you're thinking through your strengths and your weaknesses, you really need to dig deep. Think of a situation where you've attached a negative emotions to the way that you are acting, such as a deadline is approaching and you have the unhelpful ability to wait until the very last minute to get the work done. This makes you look like a procrastinator. Are you a procrastinator always? That's very unlikely. But this is something you can actively work on. Perhaps your solution is to set smaller deadlines prior to the final finish line in order to keep pace for yourself on the work. Or you break the project down into different pieces and work on each part for a couple of hours each day. These are ways that you can take that specific procrastination weakness and improve it. Even if you're not perfect, you're still aiming to become better. Your real-world weaknesses are similar. Do you tend to overcommit and then not have time for all the things you need to get done? Learning to take on less by saying no is important. Learning to prioritize the things you need to do, want to do, and could pass on is also another avenue to getting your schedule sorted and being a productive human. There are many different situations and ways to improve on what you feel are your flaws, and if you're having trouble with how to solve them, keep listening. Finally, we get to the part that many of us have the absolute most trouble with. Asking for help. Sometimes it's because you aren't sure if you need help or you feel like you can handle it. Other times it's not knowing where to go for help or what help would even look like. This is where you have to rely on your problem-solving skills. Or if you do not have any, a good place that you should start building them. Learning from others is a huge part of how we grow as people. Because we are, after all, social creatures. One of the best problem-solving skills that I have personally learned was when you have a problem, you should seek somebody out who's already solved it and then follow in their footsteps. For me, this is usually a friend who has been where I am now. This is made even easier nowadays because of this glorious thing we call the internet. The solutions to most of our problems are now just a Google away. If you can figure out the keywords that you need to solve it. Another great place to look for solutions is your friend group or asking parental figures. Many of them have faced something similar to what you are currently facing or could point you to another person who might be able to shed some light. While these are just a few of the problem-solving skills that I personally use or have used before, there's a lot of different ways to solve problems. So, whatever you can dream of, you can do. Hopefully, some of these tips and tricks have given you ideas on how to improve in the realm of self-advocacy. Please remember that in order to live your most mentally well life, you will need to be able to self-advocate every now and again. So this is something you should take seriously. Here are some of the positive things you could receive from self-advocation. You can empower not only yourself, but others when you are using it or honing this skill. Self-advocacy works to create a psychologically inclusive environment. You can create control over your life and your time by setting boundaries based on your values. By increasing your self-awareness, you become better at decision-making by understanding your needs as well as the needs of others. You learn to become an effective problem solver through researching and understanding multiple perspectives. And if this wasn't enough to get you to live a more fulfilled life, because now you're prioritizing the things that matter to you. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I've enjoyed our time together. If you would like to join me again for another chat, you can keep your eyes peeled every Wednesday for a new episode, with some occasional oddball freebie episodes thrown in. Feel free to follow me at MindWealth on Instagram if you want to get to know me a little bit in the meantime. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. 